Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is an encore episode, Deep State, that you can listen to and let God provoke you to go deeper with Him in what He is doing in you and to cause you to be able to identify with Him in what He's doing in the lives of others and in His church. It is time for us to hear Him and to allow Him to have His way. So while I'm here in Iowa with the Producers Way School USA, you take a listen, you walk with Him. Love you all. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Continuing with this exposure of the fifth column within us where we find ourselves still sympathetic to uh, operations of the enemy in our life. Today we go a little deeper and look at the Velcro of the deep state, those things hidden within us that keep corresponding with unhealthy patterns in relationships, uh, things that we keep tolerating in our own lives because we don't yet see what is operating underneath the radar. So give this episode a listen. I hope that it continues to help in the ongoing process of your own discipleship with the Lord. So love you all. You don't know what you don't know until someone points out to you something and then you have the opportunity to say, okay, no matter how I may feel about that, it may agitate me, it triggers me, uh, I, I just I, I feel uneasy when there's any kind of confrontational conversations that happen. And even though all of that's stirring within, I'm going to pay attention to this uh, because I don't want to remain ignorant of what's operating in me. So if there are things that you don't know, that you don't know, then it's those trusted people around you that will carefully, uh, but forthrightly, will suggest to you that you take a look at certain things. And one of the hardest things sometimes is when you're the person that God usually uses to share that with people, as someone who has discipled and mentored you know, many, many people, I have had the opportunity uh, to help people walk into things they did not know. So sometimes what can happen is, is when you're the one that's typically doing that with others, uh, you are not used to others speaking into your life. And so when they do, you may find your own feathers getting a little bit ruffled. You may find yourself being triggered. And uh, this is necessary, my friends, because we need to remain very tender to the process. No matter how much we help others in a true, genuine fashion, we must always have those in our lives that are able to ask questions, suggest things, um, you know, place things before us to say, is it possible uh, that you're blind in this particular area? And there's nothing more tenderizing 
uh, to remaining very empathetic with others who are in their process than when God and trusted others around you have to say those things to you. This is something that we need very, very much when God is exposing the Velcro of the deep state, the things within us. We're all still in process. We are all growing. We are all maturing. And it's important that we have trusted people around us uh, who can speak things to us. Now, first and foremost, that must be happening with the Lord himself. The most trusted one is uh, the one who loves you the most uh, is the Lord. And when he speaks something to you, it is going to always be for your very, very best. This real love of God is always for your very best. Not maybe in that moment. You know, I've always said about the people that mentored me, they cared more about my future with the Father than they did my feelings in the moment. That did not make them rude people. That did not make them uh, impulsive people who just wanted to point out things, you know. Um, I've had both happen, and I know the difference between people who stay in the timing of God for the purposes of God, who are identified with what the Father wants to do in your life. Those are the kind of people who saved my life and continue to speak to me in a way that is loving, it is respectful, but it is forthright. And then I've had people who just go off on me in a moment where they are tired and they're like, you know, I've been wanting to point this out to you for a long time and now is just as good a time as any. And then boom, they come at you with a side hit to the temple and they just did it because they felt like doing it. It may have still been true what they were sharing, but the capacity to receive it was deeply diminished because they did it in a self-serving way. They did it in a way uh, that just kind of, you know, let me just get this off my chest, and then they just dumped on you. So it's important to understand that those who speak into your life uh, need to be those who keep letting others speak into their life, and then they can be used very strongly by God to carefully, as a skilled craftsman in the house of God, to be used to speak things into people's lives. Because when we don't know things, my friends, we need others who have already been that way, had to discover it in themselves, and then God uses them in our lives. This is a part of passing on life. This is a part of the redemptive process of real, true discipleship that is going to mature the sons of God. We need it. We need all sides of it. But I will say we need it from the right people. We need it from the people who truly have the heart of God for us, and they want our very best. And they don't tip around on, you know, tiptoe around on eggshells. They're not afraid to speak to you, but they watch for the timing of God. Maybe God has shown them something, and it's really just for them to pray for you. Or God may let them pray for you. And then they'll have the heart to really speak it to you in in the days to come. It's still, my friends, always going to have a little bit of a twinge to it. You know, that doesn't mean you don't want to hear it. It just means there's something still kicking inside. Still that twinge of, I can't believe you just said that to me. 
You know, I still feel so criticized, you know, these kind of things. But just remember, you know, that's going to happen. But is that still going to control you? Just because it shows up, just because you have that momentary twinge of, wow, I could have gone my whole life without that person having to say that to me or confront me or whatever it may be. But where you show your real self in the Lord is how you respond maybe in the moments, the hours, the days after that, where you're able to realize that person, that didn't, that person didn't do that for some self-serving reason. They risked the the caliber of relationship that they have with you uh, by actually honoring the relationship they want with you by being honest, by being forthright. This is something that we need to come to value um, and not shy away from. Because we want to be those who are the receiving people. We want to be the receivers of, of um, this kind of uh, truth and encouragement. And therefore, we want to be able to then pass that on and be that uh, for other people. Um, because I, I've been saying this a lot lately, and I mean it so strongly, is people are our greatest resource. I appreciate the 400 apps that I need to have (laughs) to be able to conduct ministry in life and do social media and all that. And I am being a little dramatic, a little (laughs) sarcastic, you know, because those are all very helpful and it's all wonderful. But my friends, you give me the right person at the right time in the right place doing as the Father has said. And that, my friends, becomes the greatest resource of the kingdom. It's the relational aspect that we have with people. And that is labored into, that is something that you choose to stay in the true and clean and pure fight of being in real relationship with people. When oftentimes you'll have very easy reasons uh, to be able to walk off and to shut down and to close off, but don't. There are people that you need to walk away from. There are relationships that are not beneficial and they're not helpful And God exposes those things in the heat of the moment. Uh, As a moment ago, when I mentioned if someone just goes off on you and uh, they tell you something about yourself and they do it in such a way that was totally self-serving, you could be like, thank you for that information and thank you for showing your true colors and I'll be moving on. If the Father needs to take any of the truth you've just spoken to me and work it in me, He can do that without your presence continuing in my life. There's, there is a time for that. But, but what I'm really looking at is staying with those relationships that you know, you know that they're good and strong and clean and pure and sincere of God. Don't cast those things aside just because of a momentary twinge of being, you know, sensitive to uh, what you once perceived as criticism, but really now what it is is it's a it's a true correction and instruction and rebuke that's going to fit you for every good work to come. That's what the word tells us. So what does this all boil down to is that, my friends, we have to be increasing in our ability to discern, to be able to see the nuances within relationships. That, that's why we must allow the deepening work of the cross inside of us, allowing Holy Spirit to work in us, to expose the deep state and the Velcro in us, so that we become cleaner, purer, 
more sincere in our relational uh, dynamics and in our everyday life at home, in ministry, at church, in business, wherever we are. We've got to be able to cut through some pretty deep waters that are coming. There, there is great purpose in all of this. This isn't just about, you know, becoming a more highly evolved person and, you know, where I'm always in analysis of myself. No, the Holy Spirit is maturing you in Christ, in His way of living, in your new nature. And therefore, He has to expose the things of the old and, and those, those old ways of, of operating in darkness that we haven't yet seen so that we give up on those things. We don't allow those things to operate and to control us. And we let only Holy Spirit go to the innermost parts of our being to reveal truth. And then we're able to interrelate and, and uh, navigate through all these days. And I mean, there's just unbelievable amounts of, of data and things to, to move through in a day. And it actually, although this may seem a little complicated at first, actually it's going to lead to a very simple way of living. So I just say what my father's saying, and I do what my father's doing. And I'm leaned into him, and he's leading me. And I don't need to straighten everybody out. I need to first let him you know, move in me, and then I need to be able to speak a fit word at the right time. I need to be able to keep quiet when it's time to keep quiet. I need to pray, and pray um, with great precision. In the days ahead, I need to be able to discern who I connect with and who I don't. There's a lot to come, and God wants to actually simplify life. So He has to show you these other ways that keep complicating life. We do not need things that complicate our life. So, there you have it. Another little bit of the process. And I pray that it's been encouraging to you. So, I love you all. We will talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.